0: Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Liberty Diner Dish.
1: I thought we decided against that. Okay, got it. <laughs>
0: okay. You said you're gonna keep the other one. Okay.
1: Yeah. You said. Okay. <laughs> Go um, ahead. All right. Well, let me see. <laughs>
0: Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Liberty Diner Dish. I'm Ken. I'm Michelle. And we're about to jump right into... Oh, wait. No, we're not. What are doing?
1: No, we're not. Today we are doing a very special episode <laughs> that is uh, just a conversation, just to kind of get to know you, just some real talk. With the hosts of Liberty Diner, Yes.
0: We're going to call this Cocktails and Conversations.
1: Yes. Oh, like yes. This. I got my wine here. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so, perfect. Let me. Let me let top me, me off right on. quick. Let me, yeah. Let me top
0: you off right quick. Babe. <laughs> yes. Guys, it feels so good to be back talking to y'all too. Like, oh my God. It's gonna be a fun, easy night tonight. Grab your glasses of wine and uh yes, get drink tuned with in. us. Yeah, drink with toast us. toast to the good life. All right, toast <laughs> to the good life. We're gonna bring in 2021 the proper way, okay?
1: Yeah. So I wanted us to do this episode just to check in with everybody who's listening to us. Hopefully they haven't gone away yet. <laughs> <laughs> but and also just for us to get to talk. We at this point we have finished season one. Um and so you guys have heard everything that we had to say for the first 22 episodes and so we're getting ready to go into season 2. And so yeah, we just wanted to do set aside this moment for some real talk absolutely, with the host.
0: Absolutely. And it just give you a little more insight on us and what we actually thought about this first season as all of you guys already know. You know, I um coming into it was fresh. And um I had only seen, you know, 3 maybe 4 episodes tops um 20 years ago. So, right. I mean, this was all fresh to me. So, I mean, giving you a little bit of more insight, you know, into us and what we actually thought about the show.
1: Yeah. And I don't know if I've ever mentioned it, but this is only my second watch. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so this Part of this whole journey started when I sent you a very cryptic text message <laughs> and was like, hey, I want to talk to you about something. I have an idea
0: to run by you. Girl, I was terrified. I was low-key nervous, <laughs> but excited. And, you know, I'm nosy, so I'm like, "Oh, what is it? But then I was like, if I ask what is it, then how can I say no if I don't want to do it? You know, right. like, I was nervous, but I was so happy. So you sent it. and I did. And I, then and it
1: took us, like, forever to actually link up and yeah. talk on the phone. Uh, but we eventually did.
0: And I was And like, you yeah, just want to say, too... She was holding out the goods. She kept telling me she wanted to talk to me. So then she was like, "Oh, I'll call you tomorrow." Now, I'm I'm all on the edge, okay? I'm anxious <laughs> as hell. I'm like, "Come on, give it to me. So I call her first thing in the morning. Is this too early?" You know, like whatever case like, "What is it?" "Oh, I'll tell you later." She kept kept push me back, push me back. I'm like, oh my God, what is it? (laughs) And then when she mentioned the words of what we're covering, I was like, oh my God. I I mean, I was so happy.
1: And the thing is like, they kind of have to know me and know what I'm like. And so this was very kind of out of my normal and out of what you would expect from me. And, but yeah, I just, I really wanted to do it. And, over time it just kind of felt like it was one thing I was trying to like hide it almost like I want to talk about this I really love this show I really care about it I want to talk about it with somebody and it almost felt like too personal or too private to Uh pull somebody else from my real life into that. Mm -hmm. But just the more I thought about it, I was like, Ken has to be the person.
0: Thank (laughs) you. Thank you. I really do appreciate it. And I was so honored. I couldn't believe you chose me. I mean, you have a ton of friends, you know, and you actually chose me to, you know, go on this journey with you. And it was just, I was so excited. And at that time in my life too, you know, we were just I think, you know, it's it's right at the beginning of a little friend. I don't even want to say the name. The C-19. So, <laughs> I mean, like, th- things were changing a little bit, you know. Right. And um, I was feeling a little down and I needed to do something refreshing. And, you know, I love TV and shows and uh-huh. things like that. I actually have a background in theater art. So, uh, when you brought that up to me, I was like, oh, my. god, And pe- for years, people tell me, oh, you need your own radio show. You need this <laughs> and that. And it, it was just Perfect timing, and I couldn't ask for a better co host either. I mean, our energy has always just always been infectious. We've always had like you know, this really nice thing going, I mean, for our whole life. So, um, it just felt natural, you know. Well,
1: nobody had told me I should go into radio, <laughs> so <laughs> let me put that out there. But, um, like I said, I had this idea, and then Christy, who we will probably shout out several times through this, was somebody who I met in the Instagram comments and was just like, I have this idea. And I'm thinking about doing it. And I have this friend I want to bring in, but she was just a great encouragement uh, to me. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Okay. So let's just jump into a couple questions. Um, so let's just start it off with this. What have you learned on this journey in podcasting?
0: I will say that's a good question. Um, okay. I learned to literally trust myself. You know, when we started this journey, like, okay, just trusting yourself, you know, going with your heart, you know, being authentic. Um, so don't worry about, you know, if you're sounding right, if you're doing this right. Because, I mean, no one's perfect. You're going to make mistakes along the way. You know, as long right. as you're you giving your feedback from your heart, you know, and being honest, you know, I feel like it's going to, you know, convey as honesty.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Like the first couple episodes... I we recorded those and I could not go back and watch those. I mean listen to those because I hated the sound of my voice. You know, like I was like, Oh my god, I sound terrible. I don't sound like I'm, you know, like I should be doing this, like you need a better host than me. I was always in my head, but then as time went on, I got more comfortable. And th- you know, the show was so wonderful. I-, I would never let nobody step into my place. We would be fighting for that. But um, yeah. you know, just trusting yourself and believing in yourself and knowing what you're doing, you know, it's working. So Yeah. How about for you? Same question.
1: You know, for me, um, this was can you talk about it catching you at the right time in life, that kind of happened for me, too. I had been in a career for um, a little while and I was doing my job, but I just felt like there was just no passion in anything I was doing. And so it's like, okay, this year I'm taking on a passion project. And it's so funny how I ended up back at Queer Folk, it really was a Freddie Mercury obsession uh, that yeah. led me back to Queer Folk, which, strange road, but whatever. And I was like, I want to do something that I'm passionate about. That's just, I'm doing it because it's freaking fun. Like, that's why Absolutely. I'm doing it. And so that's what I learned on this journey is, like, to embrace this side of me. Like, I can get so focused on the just adulting, mm-hmm. you know, and just real life. And so I've really just embraced, yeah, I've really embraced, hey, this is something that's fun to you that you enjoy doing. And yeah, so that's, I think, what I have learned on this journey.
0: What do you think has been um, the greatest reward for you during this?
1: You know, for me... Okay, this is, we can just turn into some like, uh, loving on my co host here. Really? Just Uh, getting to spend all this time with you and even get to know your partner through it too. Um, but that's really been probably, I got a couple great rewards, but that's one of them for sure is, is that just, I think we've mentioned we've been friends for over two decades and, um, just, I mean, it's toddlers, <laughs> but but getting to really know you as an adult and getting to hear, like, as we watch this show, getting to see all the things that you can relate to, some of it that breaks my heart, some of it that makes me smile, and makes right. me so happy. Like, that has been one of the great rewards for me. The other thing I would say, like I said, you know, Christy, like, getting to meet new friends yes, through absolutely. this. Yes, absolutely.
0: We love you, Christy.
1: <laughs> yes, that's been a great reward. Um, I had to kind of redefine what success was going to look like for me on mm-hmm. this podcast journey Um, because really running a podcast is like having a second full-time job <laughs> and I already have two full-time jobs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, <laughs> and uh so it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of money. And so I really just had to define what success was going to look like for me. And I decided to measure that by personal growth. I've grown a lot. just Like I said, getting to know you and your journey and just yeah. just learning from this show um and how to embrace other people and other lifestyles and um how to even celebrate that. Like not even right. just embrace it but and celebrate it also. But yeah, so I decided to measure success with personal growth for me and also new connections and friendships. So a couple other shout outs I want to give is one to Elaine, who is like Always supporting another one to Nicole, yes, who's a Nicole. Facebook friend. Thank you. <laughs> Love you, girl. Uh, also a recent friend of mine that I've made, um, Avery. I hope you don't mind me saying your name, but uh Avery, who I do a lot of like late night, early morning Instagram DM messages with. So
0: that's been my greatest reward what and, about you and guys um, before I answer mine I also want to add this note in Ishael is so amazing we do not live in the same city either she <laughs> literally drives here you know she drives here so we can actually do it in person so we yeah. can have that authentic <laughs> type of um, conversation so we can look at each other when we're talking because we could actually do this via Skype but we wouldn't choose wouldn't be the same no it wouldn't be the same she drives in once a week like she says she works two jobs I work like four jobs so we're like <laughs> scheduling we're scheduling these um these conversations because we truly have a passion for it and we want to bring to you guys something real something authentic you know uh and we all share this mutual love for queerest folks so i mean what we give to you guys every week is literally coming from the heart i mean we are planning out our schedules in advance just so we can make sure we have content ready to go loaded up for you guys because we all care for this show Yeah. um, But I will say, um, piggybacking on what you said, most rewarding is actually letting you know you in on my personal life. Yeah. You know, we like you said, we've been friends since we was kids growing up, but. Um over these last couple months, this last year, you got to know that me coming out was a little difficult. Mm-hmm. I kind of um, retracted. I was more like a rec- recluse when normally my personality is really outgoing. Mm-hmm. So to be able to be honest and let you inside of my personal life, although I've been out of the closet forever, but my hometown friends you know yeah. it's kind of still scary because you know me <laughs> know me you know as far as me meeting like uh as like uh, opposed to me meeting someone this off the street and befriending them right. and they getting to see me you knew both sides of me i feel like so um letting you into our lives, you know, and building this this journey, being on this journey and building this podcast together is definitely the biggest reward. Um, but like you said, several other rewards is I really got to rediscover who I was. You gave me another voice. I was just really trapped in work. And just working, working, going through the motions, whatever the case. But you coming in, you kind of revived me. You breathed um, oh. fresh life back into me. And so did this show. And I forgot all about these characters. I forgot about them. So just to relive that, it took me back to my childhood, you know. And then it brought me back to my adult life. Because everything they went through 20 years ago is still relevant now. Right. You know, so it, now that I'm a, w- a wiser person as well, it was easy for me to really, really discover what I wanted or it was easy for me to see my life and reflection to theirs. So it helped me grow on this journey. Yeah. So I would say spending time with you, um, <laughs> having a new voice and just, you know, reconnecting um, with such a great show and also building these friendships with you guys. Uh, yeah. I just love it. I love,
1: well, let me slip in. Thank you for trusting me with your stories. Like that's one of the things we do when I get to town, we just kind of talk and mm-hmm. to get our get the vibe right we yeah. just kind of do that and so thank you for trusting me with your stories and just with your truth and with with Who you are, thank I really you. do. I sincerely appreciate that.
0: I mean, I, you're so genuine. You're one, the, I, and I always feel like I don't want you ever think that I'm gassing you because I really mean <laughs> everything I say. You were one of those. I smartest. paid him to
1: say all this, I wrote the script out, <laughs>
0: <laughs> whatever. Okay, but now seriously, though, on the real, you really are. You're one of the smartest people I know, selfless people I know. You're kind, you're just a beautiful person inside and out, and I trust you wholeheartedly with everything that I tell you. You know, oh, like, thank I know. You. It's going, you know, into your ears and into your heart. And you're a very um, empathic person, you know, and you're a sympathetic person and you're just really kind. And um, yeah, I, I love you. I, really I don't
1: do. know who this E-show is that you're talking about,
0: but I will take all of
1: those comments.
0: The one with this huge <laughs> smile on her face right now, sucking it all up. You know, it's true, girl.
1: Okay. Uh. Okay. So next question for you. What do you hope that we accomplish through this podcast?
0: I mean, I feel like I hope that we can reach everyone on all the continents and introduce them to the show, where we can actually get like a, maybe a mini six season okay. of Queers. Folk. Cheers to that! Okay, absolutely. <laughs> clink, clink. Yes, clink, clink. <laughs> and then also bring awareness to some of those topics that are you know troubling um, inside of Queers. Folk. For example, when Craig attacked Brian over Justin's decision to be gay. You know, uh, maybe we can, you know, talk to parents. and Or he's he- coming out. He's yeah. coming out, yes. Yeah. We, maybe we can be like the Debbie and approach parents and teach them the right way or, you know, not the right way, but, you know, how to be more understanding and, uh-huh. you know, how to approach a child that is different. I don't think no one is praying to come out to be gay, th- which means being gay, you're going to have all those obstacles in front of you because that's not the quote unquote normal, you right. know? there's a lot of difficulties that come along with that. So no one's just like praying to come out like that. So if you have a child that comes out, you know, to you, you know, be understanding, be loving and go down that journey with them. And as we can see, like, you know, there's a lot of you know troubles that happen in this show. So maybe we can, you know, reach out to certain individuals. So I hope we can bring enlightenment to others about, you know, the community.
1: Yeah. You know, uh, to jump on that, like, I hope that what we do is just kind of infuse some light and positivity and laughter into the world. I hope we help people have these difficult conversations. Yes. I hope that we add to the squeaky wheel that is begging for a season six or a revival or reunion movie of some sort. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's, uh, that's really what I hope we accomplish. Here. I think
0: we're doing it though. I think we're on the right track. I hope so. Yeah, we do. <laughs> All right, well, so then what excites you on this journey? Okay. Or what's been the what's what excites you, and also what's been the hardest part?
1: Ooh. Okay. So what excites me is just getting to talk about all this fun stuff that's coming up. Uh, That's what excites me. Also to to go back, so we talked about the great rewards, like getting to talk with Scott Lowell, getting to talk Mm -hmm. with Peter Page. Like that has been amazing, and also that excites me just to like continue in that path. Um. Okay, so when I talk about what has been the hardest, is that was that the question? Yes. Okay. So what's been the hardest for me, I think, is that um it's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's actually a good thing. Okay. So queer as folk fans are like super engaged and they feel almost like a sense of ownership mm-hmm. or like a high degree of competence in all things queer as folk, which is awesome really, because yeah. the show has been out for 20 years and so people are still passionate after all this time but it can be a little bit intimidating if I if I let it (laughs) Uh, because the feelings around certain characters and storylines are so deep and strong and there are so many details from like the wardrobe to the music to a look or a word or phrase that people pick up on and I know that um you know, there will be people who will listen along and don't hear us mention this, like, one detail that's super important to them. And they will be bothered that we didn't mention it. And not because we didn't see it or realize the, the significance of it, but because we have so much to cover in hopefully less than an hour and a half. And they will, you know, be very vocal (laughs) about the fact that we didn't include that. And so sometimes I just feel like super nervous that we will offend someone or not meet someone's standards because of that. Uh, Like, for example, in episode 106, when Brian goes to Melanie and Lindsay's house and Justin's there, because remember Uh he was going to help them carry their groceries or whatever. Well, when Brian comes in, he's playing with this teddy bear and he like throws it at Justin because they're being all like cutesy and flirtatious. Yeah. But then in 108, when Justin goes to the girl's house after the Hot Lana thing, yeah. when we see him sleeping on the couch, well, he's holding that same teddy bear on mm-hmm. the couch when he's mm-hmm. sleeping. It's like that kind of stuff. You right, know, people right. wanna, and if we don't talk about that, <laughs> it's just, you know, yeah. but also, you know, like there's a lot of stuff that's left, left up to interpretation. And so people might interpret it differently than, right. than how we interpret it. True. Um, but yeah, like I said, sometimes I just, like, feel this pressure to get every episode right, but I'm learning to take those expectations off of myself, and to remember to just have fun, Yeah, <laughs> because there will be episodes where we might not include some small little detail that really made the whole episode for one person, mm-hmm. like I said, because there's just so many small things to look at. Um, I love talking about the show, clearly, and analyzing it, so I welcome it when people reach out and ask us what we thought about something, or they share their their opinion or their interpretation on something. And then they're also like, sometimes when you and I will talk about things off air, or we'll have right. to cut certain things for time, you know, reasons or whatever. But anyway, yeah, I just have to fight that initial thing, that like fear or panic that rises up in me. That's like, this has to be perfect. You have yeah. to say this. You can't leave anything out. Right, right. I know it's silly, but it, it's my thing. So no, be, <laughs> that's be what's good. been the hardest for me.
0: Yeah. You know what? Um, I never thought about that only because I enjoyed it so much. Like I knew that we was given authentic responses, you know, and we're not intentionally trying to miss something. But like you said, we only have an hour, hour and 30 minutes tops and we can't squeeze in everything. So I never thought about that. I thought what makes me nervous is that me being for a lot of people, like you said, it's your second watch and everybody else can watch it a million times. (laughs) And it's my first go around. And I'm coming in for me just loving, you know, one character. I didn't want to come off of being biased just for that one, you know. Yeah. Like I wanted to spread love everywhere, and I didn't want people to hate me because I did love just one character. <laughs> but as the show went on, as you guys can see, that my love faded, my love <laughs> faded, and drifted on over to the other side. That I didn't think that I was gonna drift too. Right. You know, like I didn't try to think because when we and off camera we talked about. Um, first episode one, we did an introductory episode. Off camera, you and I talked about who we like as a character whatever the case. And I actually could not stand Justin. I'll go ahead and say it. I'll say yeah. it. I couldn't stand Justin. But maybe because he was playing When I first was introduced to the show, you know, his character's only a few years older than me, you mm-hmm. know? And I just couldn't believe that he was this daring, you know?
1: Right. But, when you felt yeah, when you I very felt, much shoved into a closet. I yeah. was
0: trapped in the closet, but this boy, I was jealous. Yeah. You know? I was jealous. But looking back as an adult now, I'm like, I wish I could have been that fearless. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so my love for Justin definitely grew. Um, so that I would say the hardest thing is just, I wanted to make sure everything was right. It wasn't as in me make, missing the small things or like that, but I didn't want to ruin anyone's time you know, a love for the show because uh, I was negative toward the character. Yeah. You know, like I was thinking, oh my god, was that too much? Did I did I overdo that? <laughs> did I? You know, I was always in my head. You know, and then it goes back to I couldn't stand my voice. Those yeah. the hard. It was discovering me was the hardest thing. You yeah. know, my flow of the show because I mean, you're so great. Like you're, you you can just talk. You're so easy. It just flows with you. With me, I just felt like I don't know. I just felt like I wasn't up to par. With no, how professional that's ridiculous. Don't listen to
1: those voices. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, and what was the first half of the? Oh and then um, what excited me about the journey? Um, what excited me? I mean literally was the fact that I was able to get my opinion across to, I mean so many different people. Um, that's listening out there. If you tuned in, you got to hear so, and you got to hear an honest opinion and you got to hear an opinion from someone who's actually in that lifestyle that experienced it every single day, you know, and I could do a comparison from my life to what they're experiencing, you know, and a lot of times I could relate to almost every single thing they was going through with Justin all the way up to Brian, you know, Uh so, I mean, I could relate to every single one of those characters it excited me every week to come back to talk about that to watch another episode because you would not let me watch. <laughs> she would not I let me watch the am complete season. I
1: serious about these no
0: spoilers. Yes, yeah. no. I had to wait, wait every week to watch a new episode. So and, it, and then but she bought me the complete set of the DVD. But, but then I told not not
1: to look at it, and then I blocked the screen when it
0: gives a summary yeah, for the episode. I couldn't even up. read anything. So I mean, really, waiting those six days. Those six days because we filmed, and then she, six days later she coming back. So it was like. I was so excited just to see, you know, what's going on next because the story was written so well and just enjoying your company. But uh, I really enjoy watching this show with you. That's yeah. what excited me most about this. And yes, and then meeting the cast and actually getting to talk to him and interview them and get a personal insight, um, insight on their lives and how they, their thought process and creating these characters. Um, yeah. So it, that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, and. I want to say this before we move on to the next thing. Like, I love that you have a fresh, like, knee-jerk response to these episodes. Like, I've said this before, but it is literally, we watch an episode, we turn that off, we hit record, and we start talking. And so I love that. And then because you're going to see the show differently the first time mm-hmm. than... You know, when you're, as opposed to when you're responding to it after you've seen an episode seven times or 20 right, times or whatever. Right. And so I absolutely love that because they're very honest and fresh and in the moment responses and opinions that you're giving. And I absolutely love that because I think that's important. You know, you need that side of it and the people who have like, Dissected every single, <laughs> every <laughs> single scene. uh I think you need both of those. So I'm, I hope that what we're bringing is a blend of those. Yes, of those two things. Yeah,
0: thank you, thank you. Well, I always say this is how I like to say. I say you always bring the professionalism, I bring the ratchet. <laughs> you know, like I, I, I think it works. That works for. Us.
1: Yeah, I love it. Tell me, since you are seeing it the first for the first time. What is like a plot twisty arc or something like that that kind of shook you this season?
0: Hmm. Okay. Several things. I, 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 okay. Okay. The Sea of Light shook me. Okay. Mm-hmm. The Sea of Light episodes, and as you can see, after the episode, I I referenced that in our podcast a couple times. Right. You know, I really feel like because Emmett went for it, you know, like I really thought that he was going to end the season like that. Yeah, I, I did. So that shook me because. You see that all the time, and I'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus or anything. But I have two friends; they're twins, and um, they are trying to make me see the light, as if I'm doing. I mean, they have not; they're not pushy like you know the the, the group don't that Do You want me to go fist fight
1: them? Because I will,
0: right? <laughs> 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 and you know, and we go back; we have like 14 years of friendship under our belt. And I mean, they're they're one of the most loving people ever. You know, like they really are. They don't have yeah. a, a a bad bone or bad spirit. In them at all, they really are, but they're really, really religious, and I'm not trying to say that like they push it off on you, but you feel it, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, they basically tried to make me see the light, so and it made me feel, you know, a little inadequate, I guess. It made me feel different or made me feel less, and I'm already trying to gain my relationship, you know, with my higher power, power that I believe in, you know. Yeah. So the fact that I feel like they was questioning me or trying to make me feel like what I was doing is low-key wrong, you know, it just it made me get in my head, you know? Mm-hmm. So I resonated with that, like, that episode, those two episodes yeah. that it was going on, it was, it meant a lot to me. And I want I was, I was, that's why I think I got so angry. Yeah. Because I couldn't believe that he actually fell for this Okie doke and went for it, you yeah. know, and actually went, and then cut his whole friendship off, you know? Mm-hmm. So that plot twist um, made messed me up.
1: I remember, I'm gonna let you go on, I'm no, sorry, but I remember the look on your face when we were watching Ted speak to Evan when he came to that meeting. Almost cried. You did. Yeah, I think I, I got, I think my eyes,
0: I either watered up or almost, like, yeah. it, it was, ooh, he did that, though.
1: It was the moment yeah, in, and that, know, in that room. Did that. That he did that. I had, couldn't yeah.
0: stop talking about that scene. He did that and if he didn't have somebody in his and I don't have nobody standing up in my corner I literally fought these twins myself you know yeah. and then they just stopped talking to me because I guess they thought I wasn't you know they couldn't break through to me Yeah. but it is what it is like I have no ill will wishing on them or anything like that like I still love them hopefully they love me we just gonna agree to disagree on my lifestyle mm-hmm. you know like you can choose what you want to choose but your Howard power is supposed to be all knowing and, and all loving so he loves me just as much you mm-hmm. know so but that just bothered me. Like, I don't think someone should try to push their opinion on you or tell you that your lifestyle is wrong and all this and that. Because you're judging me and only one person can judge me in the end yeah. and when it comes down to it, you know. So, yeah, that that resonated with me. Okay, that uh, one,
1: one more thing. And then I want you to go to the next one. But I know a lot of people don't like that storyline because it's so... It's so offensive and it's, it's so varied. like, yeah, but I'm so glad they put it there because of the experience that we got to have together. Yeah. That was a very real internal struggle and battle that you were having. Mm-hmm. And you're also having that with some of your friends. And then to see the resolution of that, the way they handled the resolution of that, I think that's why they put it in there. Right.
0: Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. But
1: anyway, sorry, oh, go on to your well, to your next yeah. uh, plot twist But yeah, story.
0: so that plot t- twist happened. Um, what else stood out to me. Okay. I mean really wasn't a I really wouldn't have, okay, what well, it shook me. I really won't call it a plot twist. Yeah, the thing that shook you. <laughs> the finale. Okay. Ooh. I literally thought oh, that I
1: wasn't ready. I didn't know you were gonna go there. Yeah,
0: I'm going there because I wasn't ready because I really thought Chris Hodges actually, for once, has seen the fucking light himself. You know, like mm-hmm. You and Justin had your thing in the, in the little storage closet, whatever the case. He never brought it up because he could have blasted your ass then, but he didn't, you know. He did blast you on the strip or whatever the case on Liberty so Avenue. But those
1: weren't people he went to school with, yeah, except for his friends there,
0: but yeah. But exactly. Yo, know, but you came there looking for him. You kind of gave him no choice, you know. He's always been respectful to you. I thought after that night, like, you had let it go and move on. But the fact that you targeted this man, which is a hate crime. Right. You know what I'm saying? You followed him out because he was living his best life and you stuck in the closet. You can't even be true to yourself. Can't even be honest to yourself. You attack someone who's living their best life, who is happy and celebrating himself, celebrating life, celebrating being free, celebrating being open. And you attack him. And not only attack him with your fist, you attacked him with a weapon. They right. could potentially kill him? I mean, come on now. That shook me.
1: Yeah.
0: That shook me. And I don't that never still wish. shakes me. Yeah. And I don't wish harm or anybody, but I want somebody to come kick the hell, come kick the shit out of him. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like beat his ass right now. Like Chris Hobbs needs to be dealt with for real. I mean, and not that little push that Brian gave. I'm glad glad Brian came over there and saved him. But, I mean, he should have had a stump in the face, too. I mean, and I'm not even a violent person like that.
1: Because that makes... And I think there was some other episode where I said it before, but that makes me so freaking mad. It's like... My choices are not affecting the way you live Thank your you. life. So leave Thank me you. alone. Why are you bothering me? I can't even get into it because I'm going to get too riled up. And yeah. we got we trying to keep it light. We got yes. our wine flowing. I can't. I'm sorry.
0: I'm sorry. I but I still can't get over It's only been a week for me. I know. That's yeah. true. It's only been a week that's for me. That's
1: true. And we're in between season one and season two. Yeah. And so we don't know... Ken has no idea what's going to happen in season two. Like That's for real. We're not even pretending. He has no idea what's going to happen in season two. I don't even have
0: the seasons of season two. No. Only the ones. Only season <laughs> one. So yeah, I have no idea. I haven't studied on anything. She makes sure that I do not cheat or do anything. And I want to be honest in my responses to you guys. So I really do not cheat. I don't look up anything. Like she said, I don't even get to read the damn summaries. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, this is, like, off. I keep him
1: off on social media for yes. the most part. Like, he he only interacts on our yeah. uh, Facebook group. That's so, it. speaking of, if you're on our Facebook group, don't put any spoilers out there. Y'all, or Christy know, get will get up, you and delete them. If you catch a slip up,
0: I'm going to catch it. Okay? So. And <laughs> yeah, don't
1: put it out there because he is always trying to fish for
0: something. I am. Yeah. I ask a lot of questions.
1: The, he does ask questions, but he also realizes the importance of him having that fresh taste. Yeah, so, he absolutely. does take that very seriously. So absolutely. He tries to avoid spoilers also. But I also keep them from him (laughs)
0: yes but that was my plot twist like those like just messed me up like I just could not how about for you
1: well this is my second time watching so it's hard for me to say uh but there are things that I pay more attention to now um and so I will use that instead of a plot twist I would say I pay more attention to how um because the first time I watched it let me just be honest I was just kind of watching it And like following certain relationships Mm. or situations, you know, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and, um... Y- you know, anyway, <laughs> hey, yes.
0: me too. Okay. Because, to be honest, but, before you get it, well, in, no, I think we're talking yeah. two different things. Oh, okay. Well then go ahead. <laughs> then go ahead. Cause you know, I was going, right? I know exactly where you're going. I'll let
1: you go there in a minute because I have a question about that. But, um, <laughs> so now I'm watching it and I'm taking in the whole ensemble, the whole ensemble cast. And so I'm paying attention to how they interact with each other and just what roles that they fill in each other's lives, but also like their individual journeys. And so, instead of there being a plot twist for me, because like we said, I've seen it once before, it's more so just like paying attention to each of these characters and how they interact with each other, what they have going on with themselves, and just really seeing them as individuals and how they fit together. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a cheat of an answer, but that's what I'm going to go with.
0: No, no, I can definitely dig that. <laughs> no, I do. And um, we're going to save my little... For, uh, no. Yes,
1: because I have a question that may come up, or we might just—I might just like make it come up. We'll see. We'll make it anyway, come up. Yeah. Let me yeah. let me get.
0: There. We vibing, <laughs> okay. baby. We coffee okay. conversation. Make it come no, up.
1: No, we cocktails. Oh, and ooh, conversation. Yes.
0: Cocktails. My bad. You See the wine already hit me. Wine <laughs> yeah. Hit okay.
1: Me. I'm gonna take the bottle and put it on right, my side, on side of the table. He's, he's going over there. <laughs> okay, so I want to stay away from favorites because I think we did that early on. Uh, so instead of that, tell me which character or characters do you see yourself in? And then after that, we'll do, who do you see your co-host in?
0: Okay. um, A little bit. Mi- okay. When I first saw the show, I felt like I was a Michael. Uh, Michael was the one people always come to. Still, I have a little bit of Michael in me. You right. know, mm-hmm. people always came to him. He's always that friend that's going to drop everything to go to you. That's totally me. You know, um, as an adult watching i'm really more like a ted you know (laughs) like i always hung out I'm, i'm always with like really you know cool people who do fun things but i live inside of my head a lot and i'm always thinking and i don't take a lot of risks even though people may think i do i don't you know and i and just because i hang out with the cool crew doesn't mean i'm necessarily out there doing the same things like a brian is out there doing i'm more you know reserved you know and like i said leaving my head um and then you'll get little snippets. Well, you get a lot of snippets of Emmett for me. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm definitely an Emmett. I love fashion. I love being over the top. I'm extra. I like the yeah. popping of the lips. You know, I love loud colors. I I'm definitely, <laughs> definitely more of an Emmett mixed with a little Ted and a little Michael interweaving. You know, I'm not fearless like Brian. I'm not fearless like like Justin. But I'm trying to get there. So hopefully, when we have this discussion in season two, I can say I'm more <laughs> like a Brian and more like a Justin. You know? Yeah. Um, and and then who I see for you, um, I see two people for you as well. okay? Okay. Oh, actually I see three people for you. I see for you, you have like this youthfulness in you, but you also fearless as well. So I see Justin in you and then you also you're a boss b i didn't call you the weird word you know what <laughs> but you're a boss b so i see a lot of mail in you too because i mean you make things happen you know you say you're gonna do something you get the ball rolling and you got it done there boom but then also i see a lot of ted in you like how you were so indecisive about even asking me about right. even joining you know the, the podcast so i feel like you live in your head also too and you're very calculated as well so i see mel justin and ted all in you, all in one. You got a little mixture of them.
1: Yeah, I'll take that from you. I will definitely take that. Okay, so for me, I see in myself, okay, I don't think I have a direct parallel, kind of like you were saying, but I totally relate to Brian's like emotionally stunted fear of emotional intimacy, (laughs) that thing. like I'm the person who will spend three hours trying to decide if I should put this heart emoji with the text message that I'm sending (laughs) because I'm like, is that too much? Is that not enough? Right. Is that really me? Is it Like, <laughs> I totally got emotional intimacy issues and, like, issues with connecting with people. I'm a commitment phobe. Like, I got all that going. But I have none of Brian's, like, sexual freedom yeah. and liberation. Like, none of that is me. I <laughs> want that, though. At all. None of that is me. I feel like I have a little bit of Justin's, like, no, this is not right, mm-hmm. you know, to immediately call something out and be like, that's not right. Sh- something should be done about that. So I do have some of that in me, but I also have some Ted in me where I do live in my head. Mm-hmm. Like I would say I spend 98% of my life inside my own head, right? <laughs> you know, and, and I think that, you know, but that wasn't all bad because the podcast came from this. Like yeah. I, the voices were getting so loud and so big in my head talking about this show. It was like, I have to talk about this with someone else and let me just put it out there to the public in case anybody else cares. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, And then for you,
0: You better answer right, too.
1: Leave me alone. (laughs) I see a little bit of the the Michael with the compassionate heart kind of thing, but you're way more mature than Michael is. And you don't necessarily get in your own way the way that Michael does. You're not as dependent on other people to help you, like, direct your life. Well, you're not at all dependent on other people to help you direct your life. But I definitely see Emmett in you. And I think that you would be more of an Emmett if you didn't have, like certain variables in in life yeah, going on but uh, but i, know. Know but I see you are... heading toward yeah. a fully liberated Emmett and I don't mean like effeminate stuff some of that though. but uh, Emmett
0: owns his shit yeah okay? he but owns that, like, himself he's
1: attitude yeah. like I see you moving in that direction I'm trying to get there you <laughs> know I'm
0: gaining my confidence this show has really given me my confidence you yeah. know being able to speak um, you know to so many people being able to just voice my opinion and feeling free Emmett is free you know right. like he doesn't let anything hold him back he doesn't care if people going to think he's going to be him he's going to live his best life and I love it he, he dressed colorful and he lives colorful and I'm here for it. I I, I really connect with him. Yeah. I do. And it is where like that's that's everything. where
1: I see you. I think if you didn't have like certain you know pressures or whatever on you, like that yeah. is where I that's where I see you. Yeah, that's what I see.
0: Well, I'm trying to break free of those pressures, you know. Because again, <laughs> it goes back to finding who you are and right. believing and loving that person. And I'm on that journey of finding this person, yeah, you know, that's inside of me.
1: You know, I absolutely love this journey that I'm like. It's. This journey with this show and also just the, the journey that I'm on in my personal life, right. they're linking up so well just as I'm learning. I think I've said this before, but I'll say it again and probably many times after this. I'm learning my own complexities mm-hmm. and I'm becoming very comfortable with that. Yes. You know, like, you know, earlier you were talking about the See the Light journey. Like, I love the Lord, but I also love my gay friends. Yes, know. <laughs> you know, I absolutely do. I love this show. Um, Yeah. And so... I am learning to be comfortable with my complexities and to embrace those. And I just love this journey that I'm on. I love this that I'm doing it with you, <sighs> that we're doing it through this show, yes. and that something like this, like this show, Queers Folk, has... Yeah, just meant what it is meaning for the two Mm -hmm. of us. And I just know it'll only be more of that as we go forward.
0: And girl, I started off watching the show really just for the sex scenes. (laughs) I didn't even realize how good the plot lines were. You know, like I was, you know, just here for the sex. I was trying to get what I could get because my whole life, well, I ain't gonna say whole life because clearly I wasn't watching the stuff like that. But, you know, when you hit puberty and you want to kind of see some stuff and you can't really see because your parents and things like that. Um, I really didn't have anything. We had, you know, you would sneak and watch the little Cinemax or whatever the case. <laughs> and you would get, get the boobs of the girls. But I didn't, you know, that didn't resonate with me. I didn't relate to that. You know what I mean, I had to try to conform to that just so I could feel normal. If I did get caught looking at something nasty, it wouldn't be, you know, the homosexual stuff. And I wouldn't right. have to explain that. That would have been terrifying to explain <laughs> that. But um, when this came out, I was just blown away about how. You know, it, it pushed the envelope. How innovative this show was! It was like the first to really show like male interaction in that type of way, and uh, I mean, so getting back to and like I said, I only watched the first three four episodes because it was really difficult for me to find time to watch this, especially at a young age. I'm living with my parents.
1: because well, you're having to sneak yeah, yeah. sneaking, dude. Yeah, I'm sneaking
0: and watching this. Mm-hmm. You know, so watching it as a second time, I r- I couldn't wait you know, um, to come back and see these scenes again. But then I realized that it's way more it's than deep, these scenes. Dude. It's deep, <laughs> Like, I mean, these, the interweaving of each character's storyline, the plot lines, I mean, from the drugs and comas, you know, um, you know, from friendships, the, relationships. Yeah, the self-worth yeah. stuff with Brian,
1: who you would never, if you're just looking at this show surface level, you would never see his struggles with his own self-worth yeah. in there. Yeah. And, and,
0: I, and, what a, and his storyline, also, when we get into plot twists, it, it's not even Something major. It's really just a breakdown of Brian. You know, yeah. like we see him so tough and strong. He's Hercules in the very in the first half of the season, and then as the season go on, we get introduced to his father, so we can see his weaknesses coming up. Right. You know, the family is his. weakness I have so
1: much to say about his childhood. We're yeah. gonna get there.
0: <laughs> yeah. and, you know, and then we get to see his mom. You know, right. then we can see his other weakness. You know, like although their relationship is not like what he and Jack has. You know, Jack it's is a different type of abuse. It's a different type it's of emotional neglect. Yeah, exactly. You know, and then you can see why he has these commitment issues you know because mm-hmm. Jack never really wanted his mom with the babies and shit like that so I mean all these goes into play and we got to, and I always say sorry if I'm speaking fast I always say that this man is like an onion. So we really did over these 22 episodes we peeled a layer back each week on Brian and we he got, he made it to be a sweet onion,
1: yeah. you know. And well, like, we got we still got layers to go on this dude. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah.
0: What we peeled back already, like we got to really break down and really get the inside of him. Outside looking in, if you just look on the surface, oh, he's an ass. He's a dick. You know, right. you not. You haven't given him the benefit of doubt. You haven't gotten to know him yet. You know, his character really is sensitive. You just right. got to recognize the way he treats his sensitivity. You know?
1: Yeah. Well, because he looks like a narcissist at yeah. first view. But then you're like, wait a minute. This is not a narcissist. He's posing as one. Why would he do that? And then we get to Defense see that mechanism. play out mm-hmm. over season one. And then, you know, it's possible we'll get to see that. In season two, you know, also get some more background information on him, but absolutely, yeah, it's been an incredible journey, and we have a lot more to go, and so that'll bring me to um, some of my next questions. So, on that list of things that we are that I'm excited about is just um, one: watching the rest of the series, uh, definitely season two. Um, I'm excited about more interviews that we have coming up. I'm also excited about our merch shop. Yes. And so something about our merch shop, uh, the proceeds from our merch sales go to, um, Centerlink. They, uh, they support several LGBTQ plus centers throughout the U S and you know, that is really something that. When I hear about a shelter denying access to a teen who belongs to the LGBTQ plus community, that just breaks my heart yes. and upsets me. Mm-hmm. And so rather than just sitting here and fuming and being mad, um, that's action. what we're doing. Yeah, we're taking action yeah, <laughs> with uh, with somebody who's already doing a great job. Yes. And so that's why we're partnering with uh, Centerlink with our, with our proceeds. And so we have, right now we have our poor Ted shirts, but we're working on other designs, we have our Liberty Diner dish character theme mugs coming yes. back to the shop, <laughs> and uh,
0: and we want to thank you guys who have already made purchases as well. Yes, thank you. you. Know, and this is also the same um, charity association that the um, that Scott Law and the cast are associated with as well. You know, right. They bring awareness too. Also, so we definitely uh, appreciate all the love that you guys have um, showed us already. So shown us already. So thank you.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Let's talk about... Okay, can I just, like, re- totally derail this train for a minute? Derail it? it, baby.
0: I'm ready for the <laughs> Because, crash. like,
1: I think I said on an earlier episode, there are benefits of having a uh, a gay best friend... <laughs> <laughs> so I want to ask you a question I'm ready. something that because you guys know I'm a straight woman Ken's a gay man mm. and uh, so anyway we just relate to the show in different ways so there are a lot of things I don't know and I have to ask Ken for <laughs> to tell me what's going on with this so here's my question to you um Fair warning, this might get explicit.
0: <laughs> Ooh, my favorite.
1: Yeah, he loves, he lives for the explicit I love these type <laughs>
0: questions. This is my favorite.
1: Okay, so we see Brian, like there's one episode specifically that comes to mind when the guy is like, you up for 10 inches tonight or
0: whatever. <laughs> yeah.
1: And that's with, um, in like 103, I think. And I'm just like, Brian is supposed to be this like ultimate top dude tops really care about size and absolutely. why
0: absolutely <laughs> they do they do cuz you need to be the full package you know even though you're not going to you know insert anything into them they want have you they want you need to be v- visually perfect damn near you know yes a size I- Personally. So it's just like
1: eye candy. Yeah. Even eye right candy.
0: Using the tools eye yeah, you know, like you know? Maybe they maybe they want options, you know. Maybe that one time where he had too much special K. You know, <laughs> he had too much special K. And you know, little Brian ain't working right. You know, he might want to experience something, you know, that's worth his while. You know, you don't want to be Mm-mm. Yeah. For real. I know personally, like my partner was like, oh, let me see. Like, <laughs> let me see first. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh really? You know what I'm saying? Now I feel like you know, I'm a piece of meat you know, <laughs> clearly I met the requirements because, you know, we going strong.
1: Well, congratulations you. to you. But,
0: you know, no, that happens all the time, though. I swear. Really? Like I have a lot of friends that are the tops, that are the size queens. Like, they want to see. And I'm thinking, why do you even want to see? Like, why does it You're matter don't want to do you? anything with it. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. But also, you know, as they're doing their sexual acts, I won't get too nasty for you because I know, you know your ear's a little sensitive. <laughs> you know, you want to reach around and be able to do something. You know, you want to okay. reach around and you know, be able to touch on something. You know, you, you don't need no tweezers. You know, so not <laughs> okay. to be offensive. Sorry, guys, but not to be offensive. But you know, you want you want something that's nice. Okay. I mean, in my opinion, you know, That I'm,
1: makes the ma- that you know. that makes a little more sense to me. Okay. Yeah, just a little bit, you know. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm having to ask for like all my straight female fans and listen, <laughs> you know, straight female fans of the sh- of queer folk and um our listeners. I'm asking on their behalf. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. We, you know, they want to see what you know, little something. They want to have options, options available. You know, so I give you all options, baby. Yeah. All options. Okay, well. Let's do the last one. Well, I think you kind of already answered this one already. Maybe just a little bit because I know you'd be a little scared, but how important is the feedback to you?
1: Feedback is so freaking important to me. And it's not about ego at all. I mean, okay, let's just do some real talk here over our our cocktails and conversation, real talk. Uh, But I can't say, like, when we first started this podcast, I was traveling over three hours to get to him because and really we prefer to record that way we can do it virtually but Mm -hmm. i love the vibe when we're in the in the studio together um but i'm traveling over three hours to get here ken works seven days a week yeah i mean no exaggeration like literally you work seven days a week (laughs) and as much as we enjoy each other's company and this show and would probably do this anyway um it is nice to know that people give a care. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> you know? It does. It's nice to hear from from people who hold these these characters as dearly as we do. And so and that's what I do like sometimes during throughout the week like I'll screenshot a comment from Instagram or from iTunes and I'll send that over over to Ken mm-hmm. just like hey so what people are saying uh, this is feedback and like it's not to make us necessarily feel good but it's just like hey you're we're investing a lot into this
0: and we're doing something that's you know actually paying off and people are enjoying it yeah that's, that's what that's, I love about it I
1: really it. want fans of Queer folk to be Happy and proud, yeah, of, proud what of, of what of what we of the work that we're doing. That's what
0: I was looking for. One uh, the hardest thing for me, I wanted to, the hardest thing was I felt like I wasn't making people proud. I wanted to oh, do no, the show proud justice. I wanted to make all the wonderful fans out there proud. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. yeah so what I feedback? Yeah, I, I make agreements with you as well. Like you said, you travel. That's why I always bow to you. Like you are no, amazing. No, like, you had a vision. <laughs> you put this vision to life very quickly. Um, you're just so professional. You're easy to work with. You're always cheerful. Um, you know, like, you just, you're wonderful. You you make everything so simple and stop easy. It. I'm stop it. Stop
1: reading even, the script.
0: I'm not, <laughs> stop playing. Stop telling people I am not reading a script, okay? I am just giving her my true feelings of what I feel. <laughs> and it's, I tell her this all the time. Stop playing, okay? Like, just take it in because it's the truth. You're a bad B, okay? <laughs> Represent. <laughs> Thank you know, you. Like, for real. But the feedback. On the real it really it means so much to me because again, I was going through like an insecure phase. Like I didn't know if I was actually doing it right, but I realized there is no wrong and there's no right way. Just gotta be real, you know. And then you guys are giving us the feedback that we asked for, and it's so positive. And then also it is helpful when we did that recap. Um, you know, the mid season recap, we got a lot of feedback on, I was like, oh, I missed that. Oh, I could have, you know, like it, it helps me out. You know, like it makes me see things that I didn't catch because, you know, I have the fresh eyes. You guys are combing back through over again. So I get to pick up on things, you know, from your feedback that, oh, I'm gonna go back and rewatch that. Let me catch that. You know, things like that. So it's helpful for me and it does make me feel good. It makes me feel like we're doing something that's worth you guys. while. We're doing something that is making you proud. We're doing something that you, you tune in each and every week to listen to us. Yeah. And and we
1: love it. We We absolutely love it. Absolutely. Yeah. Feedback is so great. I love it. Whether it's through, um, on Facebook and mostly when you're interacting with someone on our social media, uh, Mostly that's Christy. So again, hey Christy, we appreciate you so freaking much. Can't say it enough.
0: Yeah, we cannot. And Christy, <laughs> you be on top of those posts. You really are, and <laughs> you just don't post just liberty diner dish like podcast things. You always include include anything that's going on queerest folk world. So you keep all of our fans updated on anything that's popping that's going on. So yeah, it's a trio thing here. Yeah, it really is. We, we, we couldn't do it without you, Christy. You are amazing.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, so keep the feedback coming. And the other thing is if we really want to make a run at this reunion and revival, anything related to as folk, our podcast included, you want to show a lot of interaction and engagement on that. So not only does it keep us encouraged and keep us motivated, this is what we can use to say, like, "Hey, people care about this yeah. show still. They care about this original cast,
0: and the cast is ready. Like Peter Page is ready. Like they're Scott Lowell is ready. They're ready. Like they're <laughs> engaged. So let's 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 get it to them, guys. They deserve this. I mean, twenty years later, and we're still having this conversation.
1: I know. I like mean, it's brand new. Yeah, like it's
0: brand new. I mean, this show has stood the test of time. You know it." This this is quality work right. here. So, and I shout mean, out
1: to uh, Ron Cowan and Daniel Lippman. Absolutely, absolutely.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's quality work here, and they need to be appreciated. We we yeah. need. Uh, we need some wrap-ups, you know? Yeah. Like, what is Gus doing right now? I, well, where is I, Gus?
1: I care so freaking much about what these close-to-middle-aged men are doing in their lives, mm-hmm. you know? How they are navigating all this new technology. Like, a lot has changed in the gay community. Yeah, you know? a lot has changed. I, I get, you know... I would imagine a lot has changed, like how they meet up, how they congregate, yeah. how they interact the with each apps.
0: other. I want to see the story about being HIV um, undetectable. You right. know, like what is the struggle with that? Because we, we saw how you know Emmett would send Emmett to the seat of light. You know, right. we saw how the scare for HIV was, you know. We saw how Vic thinking is like how it was a death sentence for him, you know, right. how he's kind of like giving up on life. Um, how
1: Justin's learning this journey and just mm-hmm. to see these guys who have walked through it, to see them get to mentor and just... Encourage some a younger, right. a younger generation. He was the going next generation it. coming yeah. through.
0: You know, his generation was going to carry the torch over. So to see how that all panned out, you know, right. what was Daphne's like. I mean, I have so many questions. You know, well, we're coming up season one. Well,
1: so. yeah, off season one. Okay, so let's just stop because we can getting up, and okay. we can go for another five hours on that. Okay. But let's okay. So let's talk about what do you hope to see in season two?
0: Hopefully, what I hope to see in season two is finally Brian letting down the wall to Justin. You know, we, we, he let his family wall down. So the friends got to experience part of him that we they never thought they would see, you know, but letting that wall down for some type of love. We know for a fact you have love for Justin. This man stole your credit card. You did not call the cops. You made him work for it. You know what I'm saying? Right. This man moved out of his house. You let him move in with you. You know, like this man, you went to man with this prom. I mean, you went to prom with this man. You know, we know for a fact there is love there. But every chance you get, you kind of like shut it down. Like you, you, I want to see love with Brian. I want to, okay. It don't have to be even Justin, but Brian finding love. Yeah. You know, I want to see Michael being able to make decisions on his own, you know, like being a yeah. standalone, um, being assertive of himself, self, maybe stop chasing Brian so much mm-hmm. and, you know, really figure out who he is and what he wants, because where we left off, I mean, yeah, he had made the decision to go to Dr. David, but then we know the whole thing happened with Justin. So he stayed. So, I mean, are they going to work it out? I mean, I don't know. I don't know where it picks up at, but I want him to be able to make his own decisions. Um, you want me to go through every character? Sure, do okay. Um, I really don't have too much for Emmett. You know what I'm saying? Like, what am I expecting? I expect Emmett to be Emmett. To right. always be real. Tell it how it is, yeah. you know? Um, He knows the lifestyle, so he knows what to look for when it's bad. All the warning signs. I'm expecting him to never change up. Like, don't see the light again. You know what I'm saying? Like, Stay true to yourself. Um, Ted, I'm expecting him to be a little more adventurous. The same way that he felt when he was with Blake. I know that he can no longer be with Blake because, uh, you know, Blake has really shown his true colors and everything. But I want him to still be lively like that. Because it was wonderful seeing that different side of Ted. So I want him to still be like that. Um, Mel, um, I want her to continue to be... Honest and sweet and stop nitpicking at Lindsay all the time. Um, mm-hmm. uh, what I'm looking for Lindsay is to be more loving to her wife. Like when they got back together, they're kissing. It's like they're in the honeymoon stage. I want that for the both of them. I want her to kind of like you know distance herself away from Brian. Yes, he's the se- the um, sperm donator, you know. Cut those ties a little bit, you know. Know where your loyalty is. Your loyalty right. is with your woman. Show some a, l- a little more respect, you know. Um, Deb, stop helicoptering, girl. he's grown, <laughs> he's 30. <laughs> <laughs> bag back, boo. Take the radar off. Okay, take the radar off, boo. Back it up. Jennifer, continue what you're doing, girl. I feel like you're trying to be in, uh, in just life you're by any means necessary. You know, I'm praying for you that, you know, you have a speedy divorce. And, you know, it's not complicated. It's easy. Because I don't want y'all together. So, I'm not going to wish for y'all to work things out. No, because no, Craig Taylor is dead know. to Hell us. no. Do not want y'all together, girl, because you can do bad all by yourself. You don't need him. Um...
1: You got Justin and Uncle Vic.
0: Okay, yeah. And then, Uncle Vic, I just want him to be happier again, you know, and believe more in himself. Like, Emmett was always giving him these pep talks. You know, like... Believe in yourself again. Be that same fighter that you were twenty years ago. You know, just because you have HIV doesn't mean. I mean, it, back then, yes, it could have been a death sentence to you know to them. But at the same time, don't give up until your last dying breath. You know, yeah. go down with the fight. You know, go down with the ship. You're the captain. You're gonna go down to the very end fighting. You know, like you're not just gonna roll over and take it. I couldn't believe that he was just gonna let that cop do what he had to do. Thank God he came in and told him that fake ass story. Yeah, <laughs> like for real. Like thank God. Uh, and Justin. I mean, Justin, the sky's the limit. I don't want him, since he's been attacked for being him, to be closeted, you know, or very apprehensive about letting his true self come out. I want him to, you know, be that butterfly that he is. I want him to grow. I, I want him to continue to move forward as being free, independent, a self-thinker, um, someone that's daring, you know, someone that speaks up. Um, I just want him to really be, it's, him and Emmett are very similar to me um, in Characteristics, M is fearless, Justin is fearless. It's just the fact that Justin is so young right. and that fearless and brave, you know, is very admirable um, on, on a young person. Yeah, but that's it, that's me. What about you? <laughs> I-, I was gone for like 20 minutes. Sorry.
1: No, I loved it. I was engaged the whole time I was leaned in. Um, yeah, well, um, I would like to see Justin still alive yes, because me too. that's a very precarious situation that we leave him in. So I would like to see him still alive. I would like to see Brian dealing with um dealing with everything that he's gone through. This, this stuff with Justin, you know, Michael possibly moving on. Um, so that you know, what could be the end of that friendship or in the way that they know it, I would like to see um I would like to see Emin have a real relationship uh that lasts for at least two episodes, because <laughs> you know, he's had one. The last, you know, they always last like. One I don't want to see
0: him with nobody. Cause you see how they all get when they get somebody. That's true. They still learning how look, to how to Stop hanging out, you know. And then Michael Michael's... goes and loses his freaking mind. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I don't, I don't want him in a relationship. I want him okay. single and free and wild.
1: Okay. Go on, but I'm okay. this, is, this is
0: your, observ- your observation. This is, My bad. This is what I want. My bad. Okay, be quiet. Sorry. Okay.
1: Uh, so for Ted, I want to see him like you said continue on that journey of like self-confidence and self-discovery mm-hmm. for uh for Debbie yes she needs to find something else to do <laughs> <laughs> then uh, yeah dictate everybody else's life for Uncle Vic I want to see like you said I want to see him rediscover yeah. just like me some passion in life find a passion project right. or something um, who else is left uh,
0: Debbie, Jennifer Male Lindsay.
1: Okay, for Melanie and Lindsay, like, same as you, I want to see them live as a couple. Yes. You know, like, kick some of the other people out of their lives and just, and not even if the other people are interfering, but just like, hey, prioritize each other. That's mm-hmm. what I want to see them do. I want to see them prioritize each other. And with Jennifer, I just want to see more of her. <laughs> like, uh, I love Jennifer. I, I love, love this character. journey that she's been on. Um, But also, we're, we're going to have to see With whatever happens with Jennifer, how that's going to... I mean, whatever happens with Justin, how is that going to affect Jennifer, you know, so...
0: I left one out. Go ahead. Um, But I'm not going to answer. I'm going to ask you. What do you see for Daphne?
1: Oh, for Daphne. Well, I want her to still be around and...
0: Because mm-hmm. the last time I saw, like, you know, she still was low-key weird at prom. You know, when she asked, like, I mean, you mean, like, as a, a couple? No, but as friends. Let's dance. Okay, like,
1: I think if Justin would have been like, well, I booked this hotel for after prom. She would have been for it.
0: She would have been for Are you serious? Are you sure? She would have played like she didn't want it, but she really wanted it. Because she didn't want to be weird the truth
1: is she would be like... I booked a hotel for prom. Are you coming?
0: Yeah. (laughs) No, that part.
1: Yeah, but I want to... Well, daphnes they're going off to college. And so we don't... Where's she
0: going to college at?
1: Well, that's a good question. Where's she going? You're going to find out when we watch season (laughs) two. And not a second before that. (laughs) So I still want to see Daphne. Um, We'll see if we get to see her or not.
0: Mm -hmm. I agree. Everything you said.
1: Yeah. But I do love where season one is okay so one more thing and then um maybe we'll sign off if we're done talking to each other
0: <laughs> but uh, all right girl i know i know you want to wrap this up i do so i'll make it quick but <laughs> I, i'm on a roll right now i cannot stop all right so um, just tell me last one what is your favorite brian and justin moments
1: oh gosh <laughs> i mean y'all already know how i feel about justin and uh brian individually and definitely them together Ah, uh, the pilot has got to be, Ooh. you know, and not just because of the like steaminess there around there. Sixty,
0: it was there for me.
1: <laughs> but because, um, and Ken and I have talked about this. What I knew of gay men was so freaking limited. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and so just, it it was just something I knew it as something that what you should be ashamed about, and that should only happen in secret. Mm-hmm. And it was these men who lived straight lives in public, but in private, live something different. And so just to see that degree of care and intimacy and, um, yeah, just to see that on screen right. was, like, so totally different than anything that I have ever known or heard of before. And from episode one, I'm invested, and I'm like, what is going to go on with these two men? Yeah. <laughs> so the pilot is definitely a favorite Um I also like their more emotional moments, uh, where they have these like real conversations. You know, when Justin's talking about his dad with Brian, when Justin is killing him with kindness, where he's like kissing him mm-hmm. on the on the couch. I love that too. Um, I love their non sexual moments too, <laughs> but, uh, but those are some of my favorites. When Justin runs away to New York and Brian goes there, and mm-hmm. they have the scene in the hotel, like that's a very steamy moment, but. It's also, this is the two of them coming to an understanding together, you know, and so I really like that also. I'm gonna go with those for now. Okay, well, Tell mine. Me yours.
0: I mean, mine are all non-sexual moments. To be honest, you know.
1: Oh, so you just left me out here to drive? I didn't
0: you to drive. You know, uh,
1: because, you left me to talk about the sexual well, you stuff. Know, well,
0: finally, you know, because you know, you be quiet over there. You know, because you make me feel like the whole freak of the show. You know, which I am, y'all. So I own that card. But, but. Um, the little moments that stood out to me for Justin and Brian, it was so small. Okay, I think it was either the pilot episode or the one after. I think the pilot was like one and two episodes together. Well, you know? it's first three. Yeah yeah, 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 the first three. So it was in it was in that whole that whole little group there. But it's when uh, Brian and Michael dropped Justin off with the, uh, in the jeep. At oh, at school. Uh huh. Yeah, I, something about that scene like it was like so empowering. It was like. I had my first experience. I'm here. I'm (laughs) a man now because, you know, he had lost his virginity that same night. He gets dropped off of school by this gorgeous, successful man, you know, who's proud, you know, Justin had all the swagger on him. All he was missing was a wig just to do the the stripper dangle dance, you know, (laughs) that wig. I can just see it bouncing, him flipping his hair or some shit. Uh, It's all he was missing. He He had that aura on him. So I love that scene. And then it goes back to like the last couple scenes of the season. Um, I love the interaction. Like when he was deciding about going to college and he needed a beer because he was only going to go to college because of his parents divorcing. Right, He was going to go to Dartmouth because of that reason there. And Graham was like, nah, basically, you know, Pulling him to the side, like, yo, you got to do this shit for you, you know? Mm-hmm. And he was ho- basically, like, he got the beer, but wouldn't give the beer to him. He right. wanted him to talk. He used it as, like, a little carrot, dangling the carrot in front of the bunny. And, you know, pulled all the information out of pulled the information out of him and made him, you know, think about something. And so when he went home, you know, he ended up making the right choices. And then it goes back to the finale scene that we finally got to see, you know, Brian express. He didn't have to say that I love you. He don't have to say any of that. But the fact that he was there. Right. was, you know, enough conversation. It was, you know, it was silent. Like, you you just felt it. You knew why he was there. Those are the moments right there connects me um, to Brian and Justin. Yeah, Although the can... sex is good. The sex is amazing, <laughs> Well, actually. how
1: could I forget the prom scene? What's yes. wrong with me? I think it's the cocktails. <laughs> yes. But anyway, that. that is, to me, you know, some people would argue it's the most important, but I think it's some of the small things that are more important. But... You know, for example, in I think it's one oh six when Brian buys the piece of art that Justin has created. Yeah. And he's looking at that while the other guy's servicing him. Um, because it's like if you're on my mind while somebody else, else is on mm-hmm, my body, mm-hmm. like that's important. Yeah. But so anyway, there are other there are little things that to me are very important that send out to me. Um, but prom is um, you know, an ultimate because it's just like it's not sexual. And so that, to me, makes it even more important than a lot of the other like mm-hmm. sex scenes that we do see. And I do think there's a lot of weight and value to the sex scenes, too. It's not just about, let's show these naked men. Right. <laughs> that's part of it, because that was important to show. To show, like, yes, gay but men have sex, and it, that's fine. But they
0: didn't show it in a sleazy type. Sl- I mean, sometimes it was it insinuated in a sleazy, sleazy um, slutty way. But the when they actually showed the sex scenes... It was filmed very tastefully.
1: And what's wrong with that? I mean, we've been watching hetero couples have sex on TV for true. years. Yes, true, you true, true, know, true. so what's wrong with just having new some, men do it? You know,
0: yeah. you know, unfiltered, just some nasty, <laughs> dirty sex. Yeah, no, I know. I can get it. But maybe I'm so or conditioned. Like, you know, yeah. well, I think so, it's your we, we're so. all so conditioned. Yeah, you know, to thinking this is you know the abnormal. You know, so yeah. maybe. You know, like, yeah, what is wrong with that? You know? There Nothing. shouldn't be
1: anything wrong with it. It should be something that is just as, I don't know, accepted or just as beautiful or just as expected as a hetero couple. Um, but yes, how could I forget the prompt? Because, like <laughs> I said, I think when we did the podcast for that episode, that is when Justin takes Brian's jacket off, that is like the sexiest scene mm. between the two of them to me. And I think it also has a deeper meaning. or maybe it doesn't. It probably doesn't. But. You know, we've been on these cocktails. So <laughs> <laughs> so to me, it's almost like he's stripping that. Like we talked about him being yeah. an onion. He's like stripping this layer off of him and really exposing Brian mm-hmm. to him, but also to Brian, you know? Um, so, yeah, that's yeah. one of my favorite Brian and good. Justin scenes, too. Good, good,
0: good, good. I don't know. That just came from nowhere. You know, that just <laughs> had hit me. And I want to ask it. So, yes, now we can actually in the show.
1: Or at least yeah. move on to Let's the move next video. The next, yes,
0: okay. <laughs> okay. God.
1: Why do you think Brian went to prom? Um,
0: Brian went to prom for a few reasons. A few reasons is Okay, I think he was very impressed with Ju- with Justin even asking him to come. You know, like I would have never brought a man to our prom. Right, you know, like I would, girl, girl. I remember I a girl sick.
1: wore a tuxedo, and it was like, yeah, oh my gosh, I wouldn't would yeah. even trip there. I don't even if they even let her in. Right. but I remember that.
0: So I would, have, I would never have thought of doing that, you know, like so the bravery because right. Brian preached the whole time. Be you, Michael, stop living in the closet. You know, Ted, go for your dream. If you really like Michael, you didn't get him. You know, he, oh, he, he. The whole episode, he was like, basically, go for it. You know. Uh, I mean, the but whole it's season. funny
1: that he was not <laughs> the whole season. He was, but the yeah. episode, he was not. Yeah, yeah.
0: exactly. Um, so I think he ended up going to prom because Justin was brave enough to even want to do that. One, two, he cares for Justin. You know, um, three. I think he really realized how important it was, you know, and the example that he could be setting, you know, no one probably have done, had done that yet, you know, or had enough balls to even do that in that whole school, you know, and he saw Justin's fight for the, the gay rights class awareness, you know, and things of that nature, you know, Justin still living the gay life and working and going to school and still getting into an Ivy league, you know, I mean, I feel like it should have been a reward, you know, and that's why I believe he ended up going to prom. And then he probably never, he probably wanted to do the same thing, but he didn't have enough courage right. to go to prom like that. You know, yeah. so this was his way of writing that one wrong in his own life, you know?
1: Yeah. You know, well, and I shared a little bit of mine on that finale, um, the podcast for the finale. But uh, you you touched on something here. Like, Justin is very brave. And I think Brian's brave, too. But Brian was not brave at that age. No, not I don't at think. that age. No, I don't think. And it's still in some ways now he's not that brave when it comes to. Embracing what he's feeling and truly, you know, facing things, but a lot of it has to do with his childhood and his background. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, he does see that even though they're both brave, it's a different type of bravery. Like, it's just kind of innate in Justin. He's always been that way. And Brian, I think, had no choice but to acquire that bravery, you know, over time because of what all he endured as a child. But, uh, but yeah, I agree with what you said. I think he went because Justin asked him. I think that's part of it. It's as simple as that. Justin did ask him to go. And he went because he knew it would be meaningful to Justin. Like, Justin, aside from, hey, be my boyfriend, Justin mm-hmm. hasn't asked him for much. And so, I think he's, and on the one hand, he's like, okay, he's asking to do this thing. And it really means a lot to him. And so, Brian goes for that reason. Also, because... Brian wants to go. He yeah. wants Justin to see that. Okay, I'm. I've been running from this thing with us, and now I'm turning to face it. And Brian wants him to see that. So, uh, yeah, I think a lot of what the reasons that you said, and um, just a lot of things, mm-hmm. yeah, they make him ultimately go.
0: Yeah, and I'm happy he went too.
1: I'm too, even despite what ends up happening. I'm I'm happy that he went. I think that was very, very important for for Brian.
0: Girl, and the way they shot that, all you saw was that scarf first. Yeah. And I was like, ah! <laughs> I, I don't think I was screaming, beating
1: and, your arm. It's so great that the episode, <laughs> let's just pretend the episode ends right there. They yeah, have this dance, and then, like, it's I beautiful. I wish it was me.
0: I wanted that to be me. <laughs> yeah. but wait, I took you to prom. No, you- oh no! Actually, wait, well, we kind of went as a, a three-way couple thing. Yeah, yeah. Let's we playing. went
1: as a very open poly
0: relationship. Okay, trip. but let's, let's just tell our listeners this, y'all. We we did go to prom. Okay, we went to prom. We made we went maybe as a three-way thing, but me and her were on prom king and queen. together.
1: We were prom king and, yep, and queen. We were.
0: <laughs> I was your Justin to your Daphne, baby. Yeah. Oh that's my god. True. Yeah. When we were on prom king and queen together, I still have the photos. You, know you do, like, have, the photo. do. have the photos. I have the photo. I
1: have the wine glasses from the table. <laughs> oh,
0: see, I don't have that. That's a good <laughs> oh, one. Oh, I do have that. <laughs> I had the sash and accept it for forever and a day.
1: You know, like, I don't have a clue where mine is. Oh, uh, well, I
0: had mine. Or Brandon ended up throwing my shit away. Yeah, he probably Aww, got mad at me talking about Jealous. It, yeah. <laughs> jealous, girl. <laughs> he
1: thought I was coming for you. Maybe, you
0: know. I was like, baby, yeah, she ain't no threat. Baby, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm kidding.
1: Yeah. yeah. But anyway, okay, this has been amazing. And if you let us, we will talk for the next four hours.
0: But <laughs> <laughs> so. this was fun, guys. And I love it. It was like a little um, uh, end of season um, recap, you know? Yeah. And like we said, insight onto us. And uh, we put a lot of love into this first season of course, folks. We did. I mean, on Liberty Downer Dish. Um, and... and a lot of
1: ourselves. Like, that's the most important thing. It's like remembering to be authentically yeah. who we are.
0: So true, so true. And we hope that, you know, it was conveyed that way to you guys. It, it came over that way because we didn't want to give you guys anything fake. We didn't want to give y'all something that, you know, that wasn't real, that wasn't true. I mean, again, like I said, we all have this mutual love for queer folks. So we want to do put our best foot forward and deliver the best podcast and the best information and commentary, you know, possible. Yeah. And um you know, we just very thankful for who we picked up along the way on, on this path. Yeah, of very thankful. We are. Every we single
1: are. person, <laughs> if Everything you've listened one you. to one episode or all of them that we've done so far, we are so grateful, Absolutely. so thankful.
0: Absolutely. And we love all the feedback. We love all the likes and comments and the shares. I mean, guys, just, you know, that we're going to cover this entire complete season. So just keep that momentum. Yeah, I going. have like
1: contractually obligated Ken to finish this series with me. He can't go anywhere. I'm not going <laughs> nowhere, baby. This
0: in is. This is home, okay. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I didn't got a taste of this too. We ain't going nowhere, yeah. okay. We are not. But um, yeah, guys. So we hope you enjoyed this episode here. It was fun. It was cocktails and conversation, and um, we're definitely gonna have more of these. We have four more um seasons to go. So yeah, um, this is gonna be a routine. This is how we wrap it up. It's like a little reunion with you guys, you know. And um, like we say, get the word out, guys. Like, share, click. And till next time, we are out of here.
1: Bye. Bye.